Hello, my friendly neighborhood podcast listeners. We are going to get right to it. I just have a little bit of housekeeping. We had some healthy feedback, a little bit of pushback on something Preston Sprinkle said on his episode by our friend Becky Seville, who also happens to be one of the co-hosts of the Twisted Sisters podcast. Check them out. There's a free plug, Becky. You're welcome. But her feedback was related to same-sex couples and raising children and we wanted to acknowledge her and also talk about it a little bit but we did nowhere near the justice that subject requires coincidentally mike mccarg also known as ask science mike on a recent episode number 108 if you want to check it out addressed a question related to gay parents raising children and he provided a link to several studies So I would definitely recommend checking out his episode if you want to dig further into that topic. And I will put the link to the studies in the show notes for this episode. So show notes should show up in your podcast app, whatever you use. Also, if you go to our website at bbbpod.com, all the show notes are always there. In addition to pictures and other little trinkets and whatever from the episode. So check it out. Let's get to the show. Love you guys. And by guys, I mean guys, gals, everything in between. We love you. Whose is that? And Paul may, Hornin. And may I? Yeah. Yes? Yes. Excellent. Good are manners. You going, are you going to make me pour it for you? Actually, I'll just take it right in the can. <laughs> yeah, 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 you will. You will. <laughs> <laughs> Who's first? I can't get <laughs> oh my goodness So Jeff, you look like you're in shape I just have to say You know, I uh, I am Would you oh. like to know my diet? I, I yes, yes, yes Okay, so it's uh, usually uh, Seven It's usually seven coffees a day At least three of them from McDonald's One on the way huh. One on the way to work One maybe even at lunchtime and then one on the way home. The lunchtime one, you sprinkle in a little bit of God's snow just to, for an extra pick-me-up. Wait, what is God's snow? Cocaine. Oh. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> um, no. Uh, but heavy on the fast food. Definitely heavy on the fast food. That's what allows me to go at seven-minute mile pace. So, I, I, so is that running? Yes. You've been running? Uh, I mean, I don't run i just go out and just run i mean i i haven't run in three are you, weeks are you running for a purpose though like what is why do you run can i talk about more mcdonald's del taco and taco bell you can but I'd, i'm more interested in the reason why you're, and you're the, running and the reason that i'm eating so much is because the ragnar race have you heard about the ragnar race are the you Ra- talking about ragnar socal yeah the or socal yeah <laughs> so like a socal <laughs> Come out to the Ragnar Sokol. You're running Ragnar Sokol Relay. Raising funds for Faith Quest missions. Hashtag sore feet so kids can eat. It. Also a new one I coined, running for refugees. Alliteration. I was kind of in, I was. I stayed with Unstoppable. So Jeff and I, Zach, are running Ragnar Relay Sokol. Wait, wait a second, Scott, you're not running? I'm trying not to run. Yes, exactly. Scott you're, might be running. So you're I'm, a quitter. I I am a quitter totally. Oh, so where does that? Where do you go from there? I like, can't. what do you do with me? <laughs> you, you can't, can't criticize me because I just admitted. To, <laughs> you, 
You quitter. There's no quitting if you never start. That's right. That's exactly. You can't fail at something that you don't. So we are running Ragnar Relay for Team Faith Quest. Faith Quest yes. missions. It's a nonprofit organization that sends uh, food and other helps to children and in Malawi. And they partner with local churches and other organizations. And the focus this year is on what they can do for the refugee crisis. And they're partnering with a lot of other people as well yes. out there. So they are, there is info. And Jeff, do you know your, your page? Oh, gosh. So my page, if you go to grouprev.com. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> so group, grouprev.com. Slash Team Faith Quest Ragnar. That's R-A-G-N-A-R. 2017 Zach. Pithy, I know. If Man, you go that to that, a- you can donate. I'm trying to raise money. It doesn't matter if you donate to me. Jeff, we'll put Jeff's in the show notes, even if he doesn't come up with it now. They'll both be in the show notes. Are you team Zach? Are you team Jeff? It doesn't matter because you're team refugee if you donate. Oh, mine was uh, 2017 slash the Pearsons with a uh, an apostrophe US. Jeff's wife is running too. So if you feel like if you need another nonprofit to give to, we would love your help. We're running. It's on. It's at the beginning of April. First weekend in April, Friday, Saturday. It's 200 miles from Huntington Beach to San Diego. We'll be running all night, and I'm sure we'll be posting pictures at all of our social feeds at Rose Bible's Beer. Yeah, of us drinking beer somewhere out on the course. While we're... Um, that's not allowed, Jeff. That's not going to be happening. I just want to say for the record that <laughs> <You're> right, <it's laughs> beer not. will not be consumed during the race. <laughs> well, yeah, I take, I take that back. I just figure when I'm with Zach, well, I'll be having a pint somewhere. <laughs> No, we can. We will be, but not on the course. Oh no, no, no. it won't That's be not on the meant. course. Yeah, totally. I didn't mean that. I mean, we're on the course. Right. I need to be running, right. not holding a beer and drinking. Right. Yeah, I that's for the driver of the van. Yeah. Hey, I'm running. Whatever else is going on, you can't control that. Yeah, and you probably. I don't know if you should. Drink so all this will driving. be in the show notes, and to set this podcast up, Jeff read a killer article from Barf Gorshman. Mm. Who's Barf Gorshman, Scott? He's a guy who thinks that things happen for a reason. And sometimes he thinks that those things happen for reasons that are beyond reason itself. Interesting. Yeah. I read this article and my red flags went up. It was like midnight to 2 a.m. I'm like, I'm not going to Usually bed. Usually when your flag goes up at that hour, it's <laughs> not about a article. <laughs> Man, that's when right, you're Jeff? like... No. Yeah. No, I... Nothing. Wait, what did you I, say? That's when you don't call off sides, Jeff. You just <laughs> let it ride. Scott, you do not know what you're talking about. Off sides. One it's day. a legal motion. Scott's going to get married. Speaking of which, his future wife <laughs> gave us some feedback. I'm just kidding. We read some feedback <laughs> from she, a previous episode. She is single, though. From some friends of ours at another mm. podcast that gets mentioned. They get a free plug, and uh, we read some feedback. And it's a great episode about Barf Gorshman. And the real person who wrote that article will be revealed. You just have to listen. How cool would it be, though, if her from that other podcast and me from this podcast, we kind of like jokingly meet somewhere in mid-America, do a joint podcast. Or in mid-California. Or I think she's in California. Is she in California? 
shoot, man. Yeah, you could just meet in Bakersfield. I'll save up a bunch on gas right there. But if we were to meet up... Why does he always become kind of... Because I'm thinking mid-America. I can't... Jeff, just I'm let me... I'm from Nebraska. I don't let remember me, that. Jeff, let me have this moment. That's New Orleans a where little bit. I, I want to hear more. Keep going. Where I can enjoy meeting up with a fine young lady. We do a joint podcast. That was kind of Georgia. Now it's not Georgia. And then... And then we something happens. I think you're supposed to say a southern bell. Yeah. <laughs> Preach it, baby. Yeah. I like that. That Thanks, is entirely creepy. Where we meet up <laughs> and we do a joint podcast and then something else happens future down the road years and years and years. I'm just saying I think it'll be a beautiful story. It would be. I got my Georgia peach right here. We I uh, think soon to be wed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh <laughs> I just got the wrong kind of chills. That was so <clears throat> Um it's getting warm. This really sucks. Yeah. How about that weather, right guys? Shh, man. <laughs> what are we, eighty five? Yeah. My joints And don't I don't mean hurt. it's 85 out. I mean, do we have canes? That's all my father ever talks to me about is the weather. You know we had snow up here in Boise. Like, that's great, Dad. How's life away from your entire family? Oh, good, good. So that's a, the weather's a metaphor for, for your life. Uh, <laughs> did it rain today in your world, Jeff? Did it rain? No. Well, okay. No, it didn't. A little bit. What kind of walls of Jericho do you need to crumble? <laughs> How big is your trumpet? Who is <laughs> Who is your That's Goliath? Great. That's great. I do not have a Goliath. Great. All right. You did just open a beer, though. Don't think about it. Five words. How is the dude's California IPA? This isn't a sponsor, is it? Not yet. Subtle, yet refreshing. Pithy. That's three words. Three words. That counts. It's not more than five. Concise. All right, I got Betty. Hanger 24 Betty IPA is great. And uh, just as a teaser, I found the Rapture Index, so I'm going to tell you guys when we're going to be having the Rapture in about two minutes. But Betty IPA. Floral, hoppy, drinkable, and balanced. Five. Great job. Mm. The Betty is, the Betty's good. The Betty's one of the best. I was at the Betty. Hangar 24, Redlands, California. And my wife and I, we shared an Iconic. It's very, very good. I think it's like a 9%. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to check, so you could... It's, like it's 11 and a half. It's definitely not 11 and a half. You guys got tanked, didn't you? No, we shared one, but then you some... weren't able to do it because you fell asleep. Whoa. All right. <laughs> what do you do well? <laughs> I don't need to say that out loud. <clears throat> Whoa. All right, Scott, what do you got? I got the uh, Lagunitas, little something, something male. Always love the Lagunitas. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I like all of them. Really? That was your review. I like all of them. Um, oh, that was them. actually That's five. Yeah. Boom. Nailed it. Oh, I didn't realize that was your five, no more than five word response. It is now. All right. Before, before we get to some feedback, I want to share the Rapture Index with you guys, if that's okay. 
Unless you guys still want to do weather. Wait a no, no. But I think I do have the rapture on my calendar somewhere. Ah, I'm having difficulty finding it. Zach, when is the rapture? So, again, it's uh, been mentioned before that Google thinks I'm interested in the rapture, and I guess to some degree I am. I like keeping tra- tabs on. Do you need more? My like, producer's making hand signals at me. Tabs on like Jesus. A little more. No, oh, little Gwendolyn. Hello. I just went down. Hey, Gwen. What's going on? How are you, Gwen? Gwen? Gwyneth? Gwen? 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 Ooh, right there. Say hi to the internet. There's the microphone. Hello. Hello. She's from the East Coast. Yeah. Hello. All right, we're podcasting. Love you. Thanks for stopping by, Gwen. Mm, Hugs all around. Yeah. Hugs Uncle Jeff. Thanks, Gwen. Uncle Scott. She called me Uncle Rusty uh, Saturday. Yeah, he gets a double dose. I think we're all going to get uh, two hugs here. Love you. Oh, well. Scott gets another and hug. And I get another hug. And, and Jeff, Jeff, Jeff gets another hug. She, she may go for one more, but I, she might get cut off right there. <laughs> uh, number three. <laughs> I, no, I, only I get number three. Uh, <laughs> man. All right. Good night. Love you. All right. So when is the rapture? Mm-hmm. All right. This is um, from our friend, our friends at Rapture Ready. Like I said, Google thinks that I like the rapture. It also thinks I like Ken Ham. And in a sense, I do. I appreciate, uh, well, I don't know. I just like keeping tabs on what's going on in uh, the greater Christian universe. Yeah, I thought you were <laughs> okay. going to say I like keeping tabs on the rapture. <laughs> well, Google thinks I do. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, Zach. This is the rapture. Like <laughs> it's a person. So this is <laughs> yes. a. This has got 45 different metrics that it looks like each one has from a, a scale of one to five, one being less risk, five being just the shit sitting in the fan. So it says, you could say the rapture index is a Dow Jones industrial average of end time activity, but I think it would be better if you viewed it as prophetic speedometer. The higher the number, the faster we're moving towards the occurrence of pre-tribulation rapture. That, so that's interesting. Yes. Just, I have not read this thing. I, I have no idea. The pre-tribulation rapture typically is imminent so it can happen at any time i so i just find that interesting that they would have these indicators for something that could happen at any time i i don't know that's just interesting yeah go ahead so just for your reference at 100 and below uh it, we have slow prophetic activity 100 to 130 moderate prophetic activity 130 to 160 heavy prophetic activity above 160 fasten your seatbelts the all-time high was set October 10th, 2016. Right before the blood moons. And let's play guess that number. What was the all-time high of the rapture index? Remember, 100 and below is slow, and then above 160 is fasten your seatbelts rapture time. Oh, man. Jeff. I have no idea where this is going. Just I mean, say If 160. I say 180. One, one, okay, 180. 181. 181. Yes. It's like Price is Right. All right, the highest without going over. Yes. 181. Yes. All time high is. Yes. Well, you didn't nail it. All time high is 189. <laughs> but that's pretty damn good. I still won. <laughs> you did. Congratulations. Yeah, 189. 
You win a sip mm. of your own beer. Woo! And as currently, the one, yeah, as the one to um, guess correctly, you'll be the first to go in the rapture. Thank you for in playing. The Resurrected first, right after everyone else <laughs> who's dead. <laughs> That's so. Right bland. after the dead are raised, then. Yeah. This has been well, Scott Holbert's be, bland description of the rapture. I won't be resurrected, I guess, if I'm still alive. So the rapture speaking. index currently is six off the all-time high. It's at 182. Oh, wow. It's uh, up one from the last update. Does it change throughout the day like the Dow Jones? Like it could be up up one, and then two minutes later it's down two? This was updated yesterday. It was not updated today. Mm. So as of recording, it looks like at the very most, it's once a day. That could be dangerous. How so whenever Ted know? decided to get out of his bed and crawl to his computer and be like, I'm going to update it today. I would, yeah. Whenever Ted Fonstein in... Of... Why, why does he have to have of the bluff a Fonsteins? Of the bluff Fonsteins, whenever he updates it. So here's some categories. We have false Christ. These are all between one and five. False Christ is at three. Okay. So it's moderately high. Uh, does, we also, does he name any false Christs? No. Mm, that's unfortunate. We also have occult at three. Uh, we have Satanism, solid five. I mean, really? This is like red alert. Wow. And it did, there was a little note on Satanism. It says Satanism in America is booming under Trump. Wow. So, in the so last like that. month and a half? Yeah, so they updated it within the month, I guess. So Satanism has had a significant rise. I wonder what it was before Trump. Interesting. Yeah, unemployment's at three. Inflation just just ticked up one. Wait, unemployment is at three. Unemployment. What did they? How does he explain how these inde- these? Um, that was a census of everything south of Irvine, <clears throat> Scott. In order for the um, rapture index to take full effect and you, take hold in your mind, stop you, asking you questions. Just, you just gotta go. You just gotta go for it. Okay. Okay. Good. Inflation just rose one tick to five. So inflation is looking heavy and hot. Um, I won't read them all, but we have anti-Christian at five. Yeah, I'm getting scared. Um, we have crime rate at five, apostasy, apostasy at four, and coincidentally, apostrophe is at three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid apostrophe. <laughs> it was continue, right, continue, have? boys. Tribulation Temple at four. Uh, if you had to guess what Tribulation Temple is, Scott, briefly, what is that? Uh, rebuilding that, the temple. That would be the rebuilding the temple okay. and where they are with that. They they have the utensils and a bunch of stuff in place. They just need someone to come in and say, "Yes, you can rebuild that temple." Which they the theory goes that that will be the Antichrist. Yes. All right, Antichrist number thirty four is um, number three. Oh, it's at three. So, which is shocking. I thought it'd be four, maybe. So that I think that would say that they, th- they are, are moderately. How is this quantified? They're mo- moderately. Uh, Again, reference what I told Scott. Stop okay, yeah. thinking. But I'm just thinking about the listener. They're like, what are these numbers? I would say three is they're they're, on this journey yeah, with us. We don't know. They're moderately. All right, put your seatbelts on, everyone. That the Antichrist is alive today out of three. Okay, that's I what gotcha. I would take that as. All right. Uh, just a couple more. False prophet at four. Uh, peace process at Ooh, four. Yes. So false prophet would be some someone like the Pope or Rick Warren. Okay. 
I'm saying oh, that that's, that's what that's they what would they say. Might be thinking. Yes. Well, Scott, with a caveat. Yes. That's my job, but I will allow. I it. I cannot. I am not saying anything about against Saddleback. Wow. Okay. That, I love you, Scott. For now. Wait. For now. Right. You will. I'm sure. But for now, <laughs> if my if my if my current church moves buildings, yes, I will. <laughs> Saddleback may or may not own part of the building. <laughs> All right. So actually, I thought false profit at four is a little bit high. I think it's overinflated. I'm thinking about shorting some false profit. What do you think about that analysis, Jeff? I think would it would, you short false profit at four? You know, I think it would be good for your portfolio. Um, I strongly uh, semi agree with that. Strongly semi agree. Yeah, it. I think I think that's good for the you know the the business sector that it's in. Yeah. What sector is that? Yeah, the false <clears throat> profit sector. <clears throat> yeah. It's also, we have we have beast government. I'm oh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and think maybe it's not misspelled, and he meant best government, which would be America. Well, yeah, and Duh. it's at five. <laughs> Duh, man, yeah. come on. Beast so, government at five. Antichrist three. Did I say that already? Maybe. Yes. Date settings three. He what? might want to just check wait, the wait, settings I'm on his computer. Sorry, date settings. I'm, yeah, he I'd must be, not have it on automatic daylight savings time or something. I, I that's a curious thing, uh, date yep. settings, because he's he would have to kind of put his own algorithm into his own algorithm to get an output from that algorithm for that that particular. Category. All right. Well, we'll we will close it out with uh, wild weather three. Amen. Floods five, and maybe my favorite number twenty nine. Liberalism oh, number four that is that's only out of four. It's out of four. That is it should be out of five. You know it's interesting. I'm looking for. A I didn't see Mark of the Beast, or I didn't hear Mark of the Beast. Oh, did I not say that? False prophet. Yeah, Savior, <laughs> false Christ. <laughs> we got anti-Semitism. Israel six one six. God, six, 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 six. False prophet. Yeah, Church of Sardis. The Church of Sardis. Prince. Peace process. Kings of the East. Mark of the Beast. Number five. No, four. Four. Mark of the Beast is four. It's only at a four. Four. With all the current technology. I think it was five when when barcodes were out. It was five. High five. That was. It was a long time ago. But it's backed off since then. We've got implants now. Right. Well, and they're getting better every week. Right, Jeff? Hence the rapture. Well, liberalism. I, You know, it's funny. I've been looking up and down this list for uh, conservatism. I oh. didn't find it. No, because that would... Conservatism might be the thing, like, where it says when, when he, you know, he's taken out of the way, then the Antichrist will be con- revealed. That might be conservatism. Well, liberals are for everything unless it's conservatism. Correct. Unless, unless it's against They're open anything to all liberal. ideas. A, a, except. Yeah. All right. Let's right. That's a separate conversation, though. Uh, but that was fine. That was a fun three seconds. It was a fun three seconds. And in another life, I would have argued with you on this at the same time while agreeing with you, like Scott does. Oh, I love that. There's no... Oddly enough, there's no shitty hermeneutics. I didn't see any that, no, marker that would, for shitty hermeneutics. That would be apostasy. Oh, okay. Well, what's and, apostasy? That would yeah. be apostasy and liberalism. I, I would think, and <laughs> oh, <no>. I, <laughs> that would that would fall under apostasy, liberalism, and the false prophet would be bad hermeneutics, or this index. 
Did you see the Zach? entire index? Zach, did you see how Scott found a way to argue? Yeah, the he, point? Found, he found a way to that was awesome. argue. That what was do you mean awesome. argue? Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't argue. <laughs> All right, well, that's the rapture index. Right now, we are speeding, and you should have your seatbelts on. It's going to happen instantaneously. It's imminent. That's what the word imminent okay. means. Okay. The twinkling of an eye. That's that's a bad hermeneutic, but that is where they get imminent from. Yes. Well, that's Corinthians. Well, There's but it's no it's you'll be transformed in the twinkling of an eye. That doesn't mean the rapture will happen in the twinkling of an eye, because obviously the dead need to raise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with the Lord to meet Him in the air. Huh. Explain. Nowhere does it determine. Um, or we're not to be in, we're don't be encouraged to uh, determine the date of Jesus' return. Rather, we're to keep watch. Yes. What's yes the difference? Well, the date. Well, I, well, I think there's an obvious difference. The date would be like date setting. So in the past, as Zach could probably point out, many um, where people have put either specific dates or they're saying Jesus is going to come back in this month of January first, two thousand twenty-three. Is that? And someone probably has said that, but it's been, uh, what was it, uh, 81 reasons or... What 88 reasons why the rapture will be in 1988, followed yes. by the sequel, 89 reasons the rapture will be in 1989. <laughs> yes. So it, so the it's the, one of the main verses of eschatology is uh, you, you don't know the day or the hour. Right. So but that, so you should... But it doesn't say year. Well, no, say year. No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, but, but keeping watch is you is that because right after that he says where you, you don't know the day or the hour it's but the seasons i mean looking at the seasons so as things are, are happening he's be mindful because i've told you in advance that these things are going to take place mm-hmm. so that's that's where the keeping watch comes in gotcha that, right that god has told these things in advance Good stuff yeah and, anyway and just trying to button this up you know the listeners, if you pay attention, you know we're in different spots, but uh, these people Careful. that we are reading that do this rapture index Careful. are reading pretty much the entire Bible prophetically as if it was written for us and it's all in the future and it's stuff we're waiting for. Like it is. That's Scott at brosbiblesbeer.com. You know what? What, Zach? Confession. Was, yeah. <clears throat> I mentioned a couple times during this podcast that during previous episodes that when Scott says something ridiculous or ridiculously smart, smart and funny or offensive that mm. you could email him at Scott at Bros Bible's beer. I actually had a different email address set up for him. So for all we know, people have been screaming at you digitally, Scott, and we just don't know about it. Hey, any attention is <clears throat> like a naked photo. Yeah, exactly. Scott Holbert. That's going to be the quote, inspirational quote. Any attention is like a naked photo. Scott Holbert, Bros. Bibles Beer. Yeah, you can. And now the email works. Scott at Bros. Bibles Beer. Jeff, what do you think about, uh, while, while Zach's finding himself there, yep. um, what do you think about uh, future events? I don't really think about it. Are you talking like the rapture? I certainly yeah, don't yeah. think about the rapture. This is good. It was... It, it was open-ended you know we're not let's wrap it up with this real quick go ahead you don't think about the rapture you're not on the spot go and scott's gonna do it well, i'm gonna do my to thing box the yeah, conversation Zach, for once i'm like hey jeff just pour out your the, heart the listener i'm sorry my butthole puckered up okay stop so, scott i don't really i don't think about the rapture 
I never have. I would. I think about meeting Jesus. That I mean, literally, just standing in front. Yeah. Well, I'm just. I'm holy, just saying. In holy light. Holy cow! I yeah. can't. I mean, I get goosebumps. <laughs> I right. <can't>. Right. <laughs> but crying? just. <laughs> I just. I'm the. <laughs> Wait. Let me have a sip of my beer. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, like, because you brought up just um, MVP okay. of my life, Jesus Christ. That's that's lame. So, <laughs> that's so, I you I yeah. <laughs> the fact that you you believe that is awesome. No, and you you said it with a straight face, like you're serious. Of course I did. But it's so cheesy. It's Would you, so yeah, cheesy. it's cheesy if you've been a long time Christian and you're a little jaded by uh, a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. my goodness! So Scott, does he keep you warm at night? <laughs> I'm sure there is some pastor or a Christian show out there that would love to have me on and just say that. I guess since you're like that is so cheesy. Come Jesus on. cuddles with Jeff Pearson. <laughs> I do not want my own show. Uh, I haven't thought about rapture. I haven't thought about the future. I'm doing my best to just be right here, right now. <laughs> and we're back. Zach, we have any uh, got any feedback there? I'm glad you asked, Jeff. We do. Brandy Roberts got to us on Facebook. She is the co-host at Drinking at Bible Study podcast we referenced last time joe is the other host um you know we're gonna have to have an aa meeting of all of our podcasts yeah all right continue we're in trouble <laughs> she got a hold of us on facebook rose bible's beer great episode guys thanks for mentioning my podcast drinking at bible study i am single and progressive lol interesting yeah oh is it scott how single is she mm single you never ask a woman that she says she's single she's saying i'm available also drinking at bible study on twitter at dabs pod d-a-b-s-p-o-d drinking at bible study pod so said mm. thanks for the shout out guys you're both welcome at bible study at any time because you guys had talked about going to that bible study because they were drinking wait which two of us well, we all were. Somebody said it. Everybody agreed. Dab's pod continued. And for the record, Brandy and Joe are both single. Brandy is progressive, but Joe's an evangelical if Scott is interested. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> Which is awesome. She's like, we should love like Jesus, Scott. And Scott's like, mm, could you define love? Yeah, I'm not sure that that's what Jesus meant. If you'd like to hug me right now, that kind of love, that's great. But uh, yeah. what about, let's talk about that other love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we also heard from Samantha Garcia on Twitter, at Samantha RG underscore AZ. Great way to start the morning with Abro's Bible's beer. I love how transparent they are. Thank you. We were really white. Samantha. <laughs> well, lame. I mean, it's more than white. It's like the lack of a color. Opaque. It's so white. Yes. Well, I mean, Zach. 100% opaque. Zach, I know you that, you know, you're homeschooled and all, but actually white 
is like all the colors, technically speaking. <laughs> Zach Hansen on Facebook said, even though there was no special 50th episode, this is referencing Jason Stellman. He was on our 50th episode. We've done 50 episodes? Yeah. Good grief. Thank, hey, Hansen, thanks for keeping track, buddy. <laughs> You guys at least had a traditional Scott Zach argument over Jesus and the Bible. Oh, Hashtag yes. Jeff the Nazi. How does he know about that? Well, you should go back and listen to your own podcast, Scott. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> Again, Zach Hansen, thanks for keeping track, buddy. I love how our 50th, we'll just call it a good round number. We had Misfit Faith on. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I don't think we haven't even started till we hit 100, I think. And we got an offer from Preacher at Preachers Forum, who is over in the UK, to come over there and do a pub crawl. Oh, so, wait. Seriously? Well, they're not going to pay for it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, will wait they a like, second. put us up? Like, well, I don't know. That's point us to a hostel or something? I'm totally down for that. Man, that's what I said. Boom. I'll be there in a few months. Boom. I'm going through London Heathrow. Boom. Interesting. For how long? Send your family off to Sweden. I will. And we'll hang out in London. Yes. All right. Well, at Jeff, at Mr. Jeff Pearson. Dude. Wait, what? Th- that's <laughs> your Twitter handle, right? Mr. Jeff Pearson? Oh, you're right. <laughs> I thought you were saying my email. Oh, I thought the other Mr. Jeff Pearson. No, I was thinking my email. Yeah. All right. Well, no five-star reviews. What? They, none of those gave us five-star reviews? No, that was just socials. Ouch. So please... Rate and review us on iTunes, and we'll read it. Talk about you. Also, all the socials are at Bros Bibles Beer, so you can still do that, and we will talk about you. And finally, we had a comment on Facebook regarding something Preston Sprinkle dropped in at the end of his uh, lovely episode. Hmm. This is from Becky Seville. Seville? It's got to be Seville. Becky Seville. Seville. Yeah. What's up, Becky? She said, Crater, I just listened to the BBB episode with Preston Sprinkle, and I was hanging in till the end. And then I'm going to say she said she meant hanging on until the end. And then he says that the evidence is overwhelmingly clear that children do better with a mother and a father. I think he was talking about biological mother or father. I don't know if he used that word. But she said, epic eye roll. The studies that are usually cited to support that claim have many flaws. First, committed same-sex couples, not to mention married couples, haven't been socially acceptable for very long in terms of child development. There just hasn't been time to study outcomes for their children. Second, extrapolating out from children do better with two parents than one to children need a mother and a father just because the two-parent families they studied where hetero is bad science. All it tells you is that the two parents are better than one for childhood development. Duh. Having a partner is also good for the parents. Yeah, so without spinning off into another podcast episode that we are not prepared to discuss the studies and all all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention that because we just, Preston said that, and if it wasn't, if we weren't up on time, I probably would have mentioned something or pushed back a little bit because I think Preston's coming from a place where the ideal is a biological mother and father in a stable, loving, committed relationship raising those children. I I don't think that's an unreasonable position to take, but that's a different conversation than whether or not same-sex couples can have a stable, loving relationship and raise kids 
in a way that allows the kids to thrive. Like ideal versus what is possible. It's that's a big conversation that we would require a lot of uh, grace for. But I did want to mention Becky, and if you guys have any thoughts, go for it. That's a long conversation. Yeah, it is. I would. I You've would. got a twinkle in your eye, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I, I would. I beg your pardon. I would. Uh, I would love to have that conversation on one of our podcasts. Um, but I would. I would agree. I think. Uh, I think there's statistics um, that they show, exist that show one way or the other. Um, studies that have been done, and I think the longitudinal studies have been done, but I. I'm I'm not going to even go into this because it's, it's a long word. it's a long ride. Yeah, I'll just I it'd mean, be a great conversation hey, though. Hey, God, God's laid out the natural order of things. It's mother and father, and I, I, that's the best way. I don't think we can argue with that. I so. think the difficulty in society is we're we're having is the brokenness of family, and so it, it's it just becomes. Well, you're so you're looking at you're you're seeing it either broken or the ideal what life has to offer is a lot of differences that aren't necessarily bad i I think i think an ideal mother and father that actually created the child having a stable home for that child and and that family is that part is i'm guessing it's hard to argue against the science of that but again becky and everyone else i haven't looked at all the studies and i don't doubt that um Couple, same-sex couples that can raise children to to thrive and in a stable, loving environment. It isn't this. Well, if you're same-sex, therefore it's a broken family. I guess by definition, if you're adopting a child that wasn't wanted or was left or whatever, yes, that part of it is broken. But taking that and making something beautiful with that child that wasn't wanted, totally agree. As a same-sex couple, is a possibility that happens every day. So it, it's a huge conversation with a lot in between all of that. And, uh, yeah. And it's also relative to what, what one individual thinks over another and, and what one knows in their cycle of family over many generations. So what thriving looks like to one person is, is different to another. And you can get all kinds of feedback from 7 billion people across the planet and and that we can't argue with (laughs) yes there are a lot of feedback there could be be statistics on that (laughs) oh my goodness i I love that i love the there's some passion behind coming and pushing back against the against preston's comments and and just i can feel it in here from you guys just that sense of there's there's a discussion to be had but it certainly isn't here well the right discussions the, the discussions are being had all over the place and we're right just, we're just not prepared right for but it. I, I mean we have the answers but we're not going to discuss it today <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to leave you hanging to uh, next episode <laughs> is that where we're going Jeff read, can I just say, I, in an effort, maybe we'll keep the name out of it, but let's make up a name for this person. Jeff read an article by a guy named, give us a first name, Scott. Barf. Barf. Gorshman. Barf Gorshman. Jeff read a column or a commentary article by Barf Gorman. 
Gorshman. Gorshman. It's Gorshman, Zach. I beg your pardon. Apologies, Mr. Gorshman. I think he's got a PhD. And it really sparked Jeff's fervor and passion so much that he wrote a response at 2 a.m. in the comments section. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that article? Give a couple examples. I do have. But let's try to keep the names out of it. So no titles. Do we have a problem calling somebody out? Uh, actually, that's a good question. D- does it matter? I don't think that- it matters. But should we- okay, let's pause. Well, let's think. It actually doesn't. I mean, it shouldn't matter. In in my world, it doesn't matter, and it shouldn't matter. Well, I'm thinking for more like copyright issues. Like if we're going to reference... If we're going to actually read it. If you're going to quote an article, you should... So someone could defend themselves if they actually Give credit it. to the right. article writer, but... I don't know if you're going to quote it or not. If you paraphrase, well, I, I'll leave it up to you. I responded direct. I mean, directed to this person's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, you're right. F it. And I said F it. I didn't say the word. Okay. <laughs> it's. I'm feeling clean. Audience, relax. I don't mind calling anyone. <laughs> Obviously, I was. Saying. No. Uh, go ahead. Okay. So this is an article called "My Prophetic Insight for 2017." And it's by Chris Valentin. Now, at the time, I hadn't connected. Can you put your mouth on the mic? Uh, at the time, I hadn't um, even connected um, Chris because I've heard him before. I've heard him speak uh, on YouTube just once or twice because someone, you know, sent me a link. But anyway, this this came out um, on March eighth, and I'm. You know, I had we actually had somebody send it out um, to a bunch of guys, and it was more for encouragement. And I read it, and and it sounds like most of the guys received it as such. They did, they did. But something, something in me was just sparked red flag. Were you up. discouraged? Not I, encouraged, or is that too far? I wasn't discouraged, but I had a red flag go up. Like, wait a second. So more couraged. <laughs> <laughs> we're blend we s- seem to be blending things together and so the prophecy of something's something's coming something's going to happen uh and in the future soon and, and it was based off as i read this based off sporting events um, Can you scroll down and because he sums it up yeah. in three categories and maybe just read okay. the categories? I, so I believe. So what's our epic season? Question mark. That's the subtitle. I believe that there are three specific things that mark this moment in time. One, acceleration. Okay, so acceleration. Yes. And you don't have to read the whole ex- explanation. What's the next one? Two, unusual occurrences. So things are happening faster at an accelerated rate or the ability of things to happen quick quicker, I think is the gist of that. And then the next one is... Supernatural interventions. And... Unusual, unusual occurrences and supernatural... Those right. Are the three. Right. But the supernatural interventions I get from the past referencing Gideon... And I can't recall, um, I can't recall the other, but it, it just, it just made me think like, wait a second, what am I reading? 
So what does the Cubs never have won in the hundred and whatever years and coming back from a three to one deficit and that's never happened and the New England Patriots going to over the, the Super Bowl overtime and the Patriots coming back from twenty one points and it's never been done. And it just went on and on about these things. And I'm like, okay, humans make up these stupid sports and statistics. We have a thou- we have a billion statistics just so we have something to talk about in our our bland lives, and I'm not speaking for myself. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but this just got my craw, and I, I was up until 2 a.m. trying to get some response to send to Chris on his message board, and there was like 150 responses. Um, and if what's funny is when I responded... I went back and looked, and it hadn't even responded. I, I guess I had to sign in, but it was still sitting there, copied on my, my, my computer. And so you had a chance to reread it. I read it, it again with and fresh eyes. You still eyes, liked it, and I'm like, "Yes, I'm sending this." And so I did. And it wasn't. It it was like maybe I don't understand, but that just doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me to say something is coming when the reference to to Gideon and um, the other scripture has God said this. Wait, wait, what don't you understand about the about that? And for example, on June 19th, 2016, the Cleveland Cavaliers won the NBA championship in game seven. The Cavs came back from a three to one deficit to defeat the Golden State Warriors, which had never been done in the history of NBA. How do you not get how that compares to Gideon and what he did? <laughs> Because how do you how do you not get how that compares to Steph Curry making four hundred and one uh, three point shots in a regular I season? I know, I know, and this is in his article supporting his prophecy for two thousand seventeen. <laughs> Are you serious? So <laughs> that just that that like wait, it made me stop in my tracks, in my brain, and say, hold on, what is the point? And he's titling some and. Then I go and find out. Okay, this is the person with Bethel. Have you thought about count counting? <laughs> have you thought about? <laughs> have you thought about contacting him? Like besides a comment, because he responded uh, to some of the early comments that were affirming what he said or thanking him for his word, and he would just give a pithy like, "Oh, thanks, right on, yeah, Amen. thanks for the blessing, Amen." Yeah. Um, but I got a feeling when you're he's a busy guy. He's, he's a writer. He's a preacher. He's doing a lot of things. He probably just sees the first few checks in on him and then probably checks out from probably. the article. Probably. So have you thought about emailing him, tracking down his email and, and trying to get a response? That'd now, be interesting. Now that you mention it, I will. We can just oh. drive up there. It's just in Reading. Yeah, let's drive up. Um, Chris is connected with Bethel church. There's a lot of people that have gone to the Bethel school of ministry. Um, and come back, and they're a part of our church, and we love them. Oh, interesting. And I think, for the most part, Bethel is fine, and they're doing great things, good things. Big, I'm, with, I'm with them. Great. Bi- good, bigly things. Good, huge. Um, they, serve a, they serve a place. Yeah. It's definitely not the style that, that speaks to me, and so I have okay. this nonconformist streak where, right. because there's so much Bethel referencing around the church just in the effort of full disclosure and uh, quote unquote authenticity bunny ears. I, 
I have a natural inclination to just res- resist whatever whatever Bethel's doing. Not not like saying they're bad or anything, but it's just not for me. But the couple times I've listened to Chris Valentin, it's been great, and I I loved it. So when I read this article, knowing Jeff had this problem or or his ire was raised, it, and I read the article, it kind of surprised me because it I had never thought I, I I'm not totally familiar with Chris Valentin. I didn't think of him as somebody that's going to tie all these current events and try to make a case for what God is going to do in the future or, or what he's doing. Or I guess it's framed in a way that you can't really argue against because it's like he thinks this means some big things can happen. And guess what? Depending on your sources and what, what you decide to focus on, big things are always happening. There's always, like you said, statistics. Right. There's always something you can reference. Granted, last year there was a few major sporting events that went crazy, but... I mean, to base that as an article right. for... It's not the first year that major sporting events... Have right. And in, my res- and in my response, I went back, well, let's say it was 1981. An ex-actor became the president. Um, the first space shuttle launched for the United States. And the USA dream team, the hockey college kids, beat the USSR, who was undisputed, the number one, <laughs> number yeah. one hockey team. So I kind of, in my response, said, hey, imagine if you were writing this 36 years ago, you probably would have pulled at least one or two of those things and and used that as your leverage for the argument as unusual occurrences. And, or even know, the, never, yeah, the home run record, uh, it was like, it was broken like within a couple years of each other, right? It, you know what? Now that I think about it, they're from up in, uh, in Reading, up in... Um, is that northern, northern North, Cal? central Northern California, something like that? Close yeah. to Golden, northern. close northern. to Golden State. Or the Warriors and oh, Steph Curry, okay. man. Okay, so maybe he's a little too connected to the world up there. Three pointer, <laughs> allegedly gold dust. <laughs> it does has has fallen. There's YouTube videos. Gold dust, angel feathers have fallen during worship services. And not to mention the soul sucking, which I mentioned <laughs> when we had uh, what uh, the guy on who's starting the church, Mike Fanning. Mike Fanning. What's up, he, Mike? Yeah, Beth Bethel is known for soul sucking, where they lay on graves and hope to soak some up people the souls around of the Bethel community. I don't like know, like the pastor's wife. Well, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that they have an official doctrine of soul sucking. That, that's that's probably correct. The so pastor's wife, however, I don't want to say Bethel. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Was it Bill Johnson or Bob Johnson? Bill, Bill, Bill Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, we'll let the listener, they can do their own research. Yeah. That, research. I need to look into soul sucking. <laughs> okay. That wait, hold grave on. sucking or soul sucking. So, okay, grave okay, sucking. I don't yeah. want this. It's, to, it's, no, it's, it's, I think it's referring hey, I like the alliteration, ball. soul sucking. Scott, yeah. you shut your mouth. Uh, shut I don't want this to be a uh, Beth against. Just shit on Bethel. Negative, yeah, Bethel because bashing. They, they, alliteration, nice. Honestly. I've seen what Boom. what Bethel does and just kind of their their way, and I'm like, man, I love that. It's a total net positive. I love Easy. it. Absolutely. It's so when I and I listened to Bill Johnson, um, I don't know, a few months ago, and he was talking about situations that have happened at their at their school that most schools, Christian schools, would have boom, you're gone. That's not acceptable. And they McCarthy walk, school. And they talked. They talked. They walked through and talked with these people um, that had, 
you know, made poor decisions that would get you knocked out of most Christian schools. Right. And there was grace shown and it was like, what would, it's kind of like, how would Jesus walk these people through? Certainly wouldn't dump them to the curb. There's like an easing back into yeah. like, maybe let's think about, right. Um, I'm he making would, hand motions, I, like yeah. bringing somebody back onto the path. And would, he, I thought he would like smack you on the right <laughs> cheek and be like, turn the other cheek. Oh, turn gonna, the other cheek. We're going to go there. And I'm, so this is certainly, I love yeah, yeah. their way. Um, and I agree. Just, this just happened to be an article that I didn't even know until I was done with it. That you said, you know, I, Chris is with Bethel, and I'm like, oh, but it didn't really matter. It was just the what was in, what was supporting the leverage of the argument, and the kind of trivial. And our facts. poor friend now, <laughs> if he happens to listen to this, is was just trying to encourage people for the future, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else kind of received it. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, cool. Let's let's go yeah. forward and do God's things. And well, yeah, and I Jeff's have, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and that's not me. I, I'm I'm Mister Positive. So when when something like this happens, I have to ask myself why why am I reacting this way? And it's certainly not out of I'm right and you're wrong. It's just are is this what if we just do this all the time and talk about all these unusual things that happen and then kind of blend them into the Bible, then it doesn't quite, you know, next thing we know, we've kind of got our own Bible and based off it does, basketball facts and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a good, it's an emotion. It brings out people's emotional I'm sure uh, Chris, qualities. Yeah. I'm sure Chris would have a good, a good response. Actually, if you do reach out, we need to actually would, get him on the podcast. And it doesn't even have to be like a full. We don't. He's a busy guy. It doesn't have to be. We talk to him for an hour and a half, like other people. He could call in and even just give a response to us or to you personally. That'd be awesome. No, I'm calling him right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it brings up a bigger picture, though. About is are we to look? Do you guys think, in general, looking at sporting events, momentous events in our time is a good barometer to see what God is showing us and what we can expect going forward. Or is it, we don't have enough, our time frame is so short in this moment in time for us, which I think is redundant, but whatever, I'll use it. There's a self-importance in our society that is a little much, especially in America. It like, was, we see through the American We see these lens. big events in America and yeah. we we have the potential and I'm, you know, I'm not lumping Chris into this necessarily. It's just like we can look at big sporting events. America has such an influence militarily, uh, socially, financially on the world. And so we look at events in America and equate those to the world at large or to God's kingdom at large, even more dangerously. And we miss the areas in life where the little things are happening or where the shit's really hitting the fan, what do we tell those people to expect prophetically? Right. Like, great. Steph Curry won set the record for most three-pointers. My wife mentioned, yeah, tell that the woman that's walking six miles to get water with her kids at her side or whatever. In some other third-world country. R right. So there's like this perspective that is really easy to get caught up in. And damn, I'm guilty of it all the time. In America, there's this thing the power and the the money and materialism materialism that 
we're all guilty of. And if I can borrow Mike Erie's on the biggest sin in the room when it comes to that stuff, but uh, not by volume. No, I am. Zach, that was funny. First of all, that was pretty funny. Okay. I'm not going to laugh because I know it was directed at me. No, it wasn't. <sighs> um, but it was, it was pretty good. That was a good one. That was a good one. I'm laughing on the inside. I just don't want to give you the joy of knowing that I'm laughing. But how much, how much do you guys think we're supposed to look... Like, how much does a crazy event happening that's against all odds supposed to influence how we see what God's doing in the world? I don't think it has... I mean, if it comes to... It depends on... I really, I don't know if you know if it depends on the event. I mean, unless it's a supernatural event. I mean, if the Pacific Ocean were to split in half, we could walk all the way to Hawaii. Okay, that's... Uh, that's more likely... Awesome! More likely an earthquake, and we'll buy beachfront property in uh, Arizona. Sure, but when I watched... Uh, this is years back, Boise State versus Oklahoma Sooners bowl game, and it was like a miracle play after miracle play and Boise state ended up coming back and beating the Sooners and Boise state. It they just, did that trick play, right? Um, a couple trick plays. Yeah. There's like two, at least two, right? There was the hook and ladder hook in the and middle ladder. Of the, and then there was also Statue the of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Stay with me. No, nah, it was, it's stuff like that where you're just, it, it's exciting to see, but it has nothing to do with what, <laughs> God's God has nothing. Uh, the coach of Boise State did that. The coaching staff created Satanist. those plays, and in the moment, his players executed, and they had the confidence to do so. And that, yeah, I th- I think that's the that's you, one thing we get we we get caught up in these reference. I would really have I would have much more enjoyed the article if he didn't reference any sports mm-hmm. events. I think that's ridiculous to reference sporting events because I, I mean a lot of a lot of records have been broken in the last decade. I I, I and I don't records see, were meant to be broken. Right. I, I and I don't see how sporting events are anywhere tied to uh the prophetic calendar. The only one don't the only one I could think of, and I think I mentioned this earlier, and you and you mentioned it, Jeff, would be something like a nationalistic uh, event, like the Miracle on Ice in the '80s, that that swells up American pride, but not not because of the, not for the sporting event's sake, but because we are in the midst of the Cold War, and if you know America coming out of the Cold War on top, now America has that influence that could possibly shape what happens. In other parts of the world, so it's not the sporting event, right? It's it's not the sporting event itself, but the implications of that sporting event on the on on a national level. Right. But Steph Curry <laughs> breaking the three point record that that's that's insignificant. I mean, that this stuff happens all the time. Home, yeah. home run records were was was broken. Uh, basketball is nothing. You go over to England and they're not talking dude, about basketball. They're talking about soccer. soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. European. How okay? The other side of the pond is screaming. It's football. Yeah. So so you have uh, Barcelona kicking PSG's butt uh, after they just got their butt kicked and they win six one to go on to the to the next round. Dude, cold war knowledge. Cold war. Cold war knowledge and soccer football. Your current soccer, current European football, you have knowledge. Scott is championship, dropping. Bundesliga. No, that'd be the Germans. Germans, yeah. yeah. Syria. You got some. Football anyway, cred. that's Italians. Anyway, 
I I I would like to separate. And PSG is France. Yeah, right? so they, yeah. they well, it's it's, it's Paris Saint Germain. Paris, yeah, Saint, well, Saint Germain, Saint Germain, Germain, whatever. But they're the they're in the uh, the European league, right. yeah. But but the thing is, yeah, it's game, a, it's a significant event. I've yeah. seen it's, remember, it's ridiculous. I remember a game years ago. It was Manchester United, and they were down by a couple goals, and there was only a few minutes left. They ended up going into extra time, and they they scored. Like three yeah. times within seven minutes, and it was like, oh my gosh, these are unusual occurrences. I believe Jesus is coming. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, now I, that's not what Chris was saying. No, he I, wasn't know, I know. I know. I, I think. I think separate separate the but I like sport. It, yeah. yeah, separate the sporting <laughs> events out of this article, and and address and and try to look to address the more national, um, world stage things. Be- because I think those are more legitimate. Um, what what's happening in Israel is le- is legit. Like the the many nations, the the nations that surround Israel, that that's a legitimate, prof- like profound prophetic. So he prophecy. Would, he didn't even go there. Right. Right. So so he wasn't even. I don't even think he was talking about prophecy man. in the sense of the word you're using. Okay. Probably. But let's yeah, put, we're going beyond. Try to put try we're to put the sporting curses. events aside because I I think the sporting event sporting events are kind of a ridiculous thing. But the other things I I find significant, at least a little bit significant value in other things. I, I you're think kind of I, a prophecy like end times watcher well, yourself. I, I, well, I don't think it's either or. I don't think it's like his article is fully full of crap or it's fully legit i like I, this i think yes if you you can separate the crap stuff from the legit stuff because some of it is impossibly legit that that's what I'm, that's what i'm saying just like with anyone yeah um i could agree with something raw bell says and completely disagree it's with not all things. or nothing it's not it's not all or nothing and i think that's the first maybe there's growth or change that's the first time you said you might agree with something rob bell has said on the podcast, uh, okay. uh, I think in our private Voxer conversations, I have said, "Yeah, he made some good points." Possibly, I've never heard that. Well, you, I appreciate you, you, Scott. Well, I, I'm just saying you don't. Listen, I appreciate it. You don't listen to my messages, apparently. Ooh, I don't listen. I don't listen to all of them either. <laughs> kind of just listen to the last one. And... So then, practically, what do you think a best case scenario for people reading this article? To practically, what are they going to do with it in their lives, in your view, Scott? And then the same question for Jeff. Yeah, so I, I think that the New Testament is filled with um, things that we are to look forward to. And one of them is in Titus 2, so starting verse 11, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires and to live sensibly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us and redeemed us for Jeff's every lawless MVP. deed. Jeff's yeah. MVP. So we're looking forward to the appearing of Jesus Christ, where salvation will finally be revealed, finalized for us. So that's, that's, that's a future, I, I believe that's a future event, because okay. I don't think he returned in 70 AD, because if he didn't, we have no blessed hope. I think our blessed hope is future. Okay. And that's for the people in the article too? 
It's well, it'd be for everyone that okay. uh, that is looking forward. What to about the you, Blessed Jeff? Hope, yes. Regarding the article, uh, just like Chris writes summation. that, it draws your ire. What do you hope people? What practically, if you were giving advice and your advice mattered, <laughs> I hope, <laughs> Jeff. Let's hypothetically, hope, if your leadership okay. counted for anything. I did this for many years, but I hope people don't put their hope in sports teams and <laughs> yes. individuals who make three pointers and don't bet on sports. That's stupid. So that, that would, that's what I, when I read the article, I take, take away that, okay, ultimately it's, it's for God. And, and he referenced a couple of scriptures in there. And I'm like, that's, that's it. That's the main piece. This other stuff is fluff and emotional stuff. And you, even the Maybe that was his point. Maybe even the scriptures point. are kind of contextually Blase. ambiguous. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you're right. Well, see, then that's there was I, an actual context that, to those scri- there scriptures. But that, well, that's why I think it's not, it's, it's it's not one or the other. Like you take it wholesale, it's you know rejected or wholesale accepted. But you're saying that those things happen. They should not have happened. They happen miraculously. That. That they can happen again in the future. That's happened. what I took right. as what he was referencing. That that and it's, it's a, possible. Apparently, it, it's going to happen more and more, and it's speeding up potentially. Well, and well, that's a different, yeah, different part of right. The conclusion so, of which was okay. like, what are you doing? Like what? So perfect. There was people in there talking about thirty-one and three to one comebacks. <laughs> okay, so for th- context, Jeff is referencing <laughs> the, the comment section. Yeah, people were commenting, and this is where like putting hope in. Like this is okay. the best of the internet is always in the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> they they've got the thirty one or came back from three to one or you know and everything was somebody a, mentioned pi is three point one. Oh my gosh! And then somebody mentioned their on. daughter was born on October thirty first, <laughs> and that was the eighth month. But go ahead. blew her mind that this something there's something to this oh my god you know if i take august that's scott at brosbiblesbeer.com <laughs> yes if you're that person email me please if i mean <laughs> to the point where people literally are resting their hope on it was august oh wait a second that's the eighth month if i break that up it's <laughs> half of that is four and then three plus one is oh my gosh that's 31 <laughs> it's like oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we just there's Jesus and then there's right everything else. So on my for for my end, my I'm sorry, I, I I always oversimplify. I no, mean just it's like Jesus no, this, and everything else. I think it needs to be simplified because I think a best case scenario is the article is not a distraction and maybe a few people get excited about what they're going to do in the future to be a part of God's kingdom or whatever. That's that's the ideal for me, it's like, what let's get down to those two commandments. You said, love God, love your neighbor and God being love. When you love truly and you love like God loves, you are being God to those people. And you're also loving God at the same time. So, burp. so it, it would be easy to focus on all these crazy events, the perspective of which God dang, it's nothing. Our perspective on the history of time, this little slice of time right now, is nothing. Tell the people where Attila the Hun is coming over the the steps and, and just murdering and raping and pillaging. Tell those people a prophetic vision for 
2017. I know that's not fair to this, per- but mm. just go to a different spot in time and imagine what they were thinking. Those people probably believed it was the end of the world. World War One. We believed it was the end times. Mm. World War Two again. It's sure. like or when Russell Crowe faced uh, Caesar and killed the guys. Are you yeah. not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Yeah, and he he embraced his dead wife's hanging feet that were all black. And that was gross. That's a great movie, though. Yeah. And I will have my vengeance. Side in, note, in I this was... this life or the next. Nice. And then you see him in slow motion kind of walking through the wheat field with his hand just brushing against the wheat. Mm-hmm. He slowly walks the wheat field. Mm-hmm. And he's dying. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Mm-hmm. He's going to see his wife and kid. My name is Maximus Aurelius Decimus. Wait, shoot. Maximus <laughs> Decimus Aurelius. <laughs> that was definitely not it. Yeah, I would have believed you either way. <laughs> Anywho. But I think the, the big thing that I'm always drawn to is perspective. We have, we know nothing about eternal things based on our moment in history. So if you just distill it down to love that a homeless person, which I'm terrible at, that you walk by. Love, don't miss the pe- the ways you can actually love people and be Jesus to people in your actual life as opposed to scanning the headlines looking for things. Man, I went to a friend's church. This is like honesty time for me. I went to a friend's church. We drove by a couple homeless people right by the church that were out in front of a liquor store in the morning. And we go into the church and I'm just visiting and I have this, uh, part of me is resisting using the word conviction, but that's probably what it was. I had this conviction to go back out there and see what I could do for them. And I, I ignored it. I had my family, we're at a guest church or whatever. We're just going to be here. We're checking it out. And then I told myself, okay, if they're still there, I want to get out. I'll do something. <laughs> they weren't there. So I got out of it and that whole church service, I was thinking, all these people are driving past these two people going to a church where they're going to hear messages. They already know. I mean, they already know whatever mm. content's coming out. It's not that it was bad or anything. It's just like, it. Yeah. it's a thing that people know about. And I, I blew it. I blew that moment to actually do something. And so I guess this is my confession saying I suck at what I'm telling people to do is ignore. We, we, we all do. Right. We, we, uh, oh, thanks, God. That happens all, all over the country. Right. It's, it's, it's so, everywhere. Uh, yeah, I guess that's my nutshell. I'm, exal- I'm, a, I'm giving you a break, Sam. Thanks, Scott. As For, I'm being Jesus to you. Grace to me. Grace to me. <laughs> Thank you, McCarthyism. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I just think it's it's not one or the other that you yeah you got right, it that it it's not either you're you're looking for Jesus coming or you love people right you're looking for the signs and, and seasons that Jesus talked about or you love people right it it should be both and so I agree are you preaching I agree with you that if people are neglecting one for the other. Then yes. Like pretend they okay. So pretend yes. that we saw these events that Chris outlines, and it was true that it in fact was a harbinger of things coming and things God was doing. Yes. And let's pretend you could dial that in and you knew it was correct and you were nailing it. 
you had this, <clears throat> you were nailing it, but <clears throat> you walked past that homeless guy. Right. It doesn't matter then. All that doctrine of nailing whatever events are happening, and you walk past that homeless guy, or you don't help that person you know you should, or you don't reach out to that person that you feel, you don't call the person that you've been meaning to call. And yeah, good, you have the prophecy down. But all of those events that are mentioned, those sporting events, especially if they're like your team or whatever, they make you feel good. It's like going to, you know, a seminar. That's like a, a two or three day seminar, like a Tony Robbins week long seminar and you get all pumped up and then you leave and then that feeling dissipates and then you're left with whatever you had going in, which is why pointing back to Christ is so key and leaving all of these things off to the side because they're not, they're not important to the big picture at all. They are, or if you are interested in them, don't let them consume you. Same, love God, love same, neighbor. Same difference, right? I mean, it's someone's job. We're watching someone do their job, and we're getting involved. I mean, I would love to go to like an accounting firm during tax season and be like, "Come on, come on, Mr. Smith, come on, add, Carl, add those." Yes, yes, way to do that tax return. Nice Woo. spreadsheet. Oh yeah, I'm feeling it. Mm. All right. Look Make at all these a mean office coffee. Look at all these amazing things going on in this accounting office. Yeah. All right. You know, this is going to be office stuff. I have staplers some... work. No jamming. Kind of red stapler. This small stapler there. Uh, all right. Uh, Thanks, Scott. I concur. I, I concur. I just. My thing. So Scott, my thing. No, you said your thing twice, and I'm going to say it again. You're advocating. Why do you have to go southern? Oh yes, a third way. So it's even in the midst of disagreeing with the sporting section of the article. Um, of Kevin's art was it? Was his name Kevin? Yeah, we'll call him. No, it was what was his first name? KV. KV. His first, his last name was Chris. Oh, Chris. Kevonev, Kevon, Kevon. Okay, now we had a great name. That your fake oh, name was Barf, oh, Barf, Gorshman. Barf, Barf Gorshman. Gorshman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So even in the midst uh, of Barf's, um, <clears throat> Barf's article, it start it started off terrible, uh, and I was like, "What is he?" Forgive talk- us, Chris. Yeah, I was I was like, "What?" I'm just thinking, "What is he talking about?" But then, even the, in the midst of that, I was trying to, you know, just separate stuff I disagree with from stuff I. You of I all people agree were with. pulling. You were mining it for the goodness I that was in there. Okay, well, Zach, first you never of do all, that for I me, but that's all right. Of, that was a compliment. I know. I try. I try to kind do of. that. I try to do that wherever. Um, I'm probably better at it now. More just yes yeah. to affirm you. You're growing. I might be better at it more now There's than I was before. There's so much before. affirming going on. Oh man, back and forth. I it just just try not to laugh. Yeah. What it's both. We need to love each our neighbor wherever we are. We need to love those around us, but also we have a blessed hope, which is Christ returning, which will be our salvation uh, finally revealed at the end. So it's it's both loving our neighbors now, but also looking forward because if we if we find ourselves in America in America. 
if we find ourselves in the situation like other Christians today find themselves, like in Africa, being persecuted, being killed, we, we, we will have, we will then, I think then is the time we will start looking towards our blessed hope because now we don't need our blessed hope. We, we live in nice houses. We drive nice cars. We got food. We got water. Just a facade. And we got extra cash. Just a facade. But the encouragement to them, to people being persecuted now, facing death, is that they have a blessed hope. They have, they have the hope of being with Christ. I, I, I think that's a separation. We, we got to separate our, our uh, we got to separate yeah, America in our it. mind, separate America in our mind You're from good. our faith because it's happening to them. It could happen to us anytime. I, what you're saying, what you're saying is it's both and. Both it's, it's and, a, both and or. Okay. All right, that's good. I do have a con, I do have this, conflict within my own mind and that is when i come across people like chris and then we're sitting here talking about what he's written and i'm bashing for all intent and purpose bashing his article based off a few facts and so my i wouldn't say bash there's a double i'm gonna say there's a double-edged sword there's a double-edged sword where i'm i'm bashing someone who's written an article probably had a good heart about writing the article and thought it was, this is good. I'm sending this out today right. and I hope it, I hope it gets to, you know, wherever it needs to go to you whatever You just got people. convicted mid podcast. And at the same time, uh, I'm like, uh, this is, you know, we got to treat people a certain way and we've got to like call out like BS sometimes and I'm like, this is, I'm not so sure about this. And, but going about it is, you know, how do you, how do you do that well? Do you feel like you slandered him? Because um, that would be the only situation yeah. where, no, where no I, I don't feel, I what don't. What side are you falling on that we're not no, no, no. slamming him hard enough? I don't, or we're not affirming him hard enough. I, I like, I like the use of those words. Good. Is that, God. is that, I allow uh, it. does that work? I, knowing, Having knowing where Chris Valentin is up at Bethel, and and <laughs> what they're doing up there, I I don't know if I can really say. You know he's in Reading, right? I mean the, that's what you're saying. No, right? at Bethel, which has a heart for Christ. So I you, mean through and through. So I you're trying to add balance. You were sl- like I will say you weren't sword here, right? You weren't slandering him, but it's like how no, but how? Or do can you, I say for the record that none of us want? I want. The listener to know that none of us are. It's like Scott said. There's an ability to think critically and maybe push back against things you think are a distract a distraction. You can do that while at the same time liking Chris Valton and appreciating what Bethel has to offer. So to this is a the perfect example of, God. of what Scott has brought up before. Like, what is what is love? How do you love people? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> How do you love them? And it's like, okay, you know what? I'm not so sure about this. I love you. I mean, you, your heart is in the right place, but I'm not so sure about this evidence that you're bringing that would s- substantiate the argument for you know this prophecy that you have. Why not just keep it at at Gideon and and your scripture? I, I would have liked for him to start to start at other right. major non-sporting but, events. But you, you yeah. understand, like we we yeah. don't have to 
you know, rehash that. But Scott, is there, that's where I have difficulty, like talking with people who I'm like, and I do have people in my mind that I'm like, oh man, you're, this is not right. I love you, but I, I really don't know how to tell some people like go in the other direction. And I don't have, because I'm afraid that it's going to shatter our relationship. And, and so I have serious struggles with confronting someone in that way. And I kind of did and, and it was okay, but we haven't talked since. So, well, and you know me, you know, that's why I like to ask questions. I like to put it I like to put it back on them because they're going to take my question how they want to take it no matter what. So, but if I ask a question, you know, just trying to dig a little bit deeper. Sometimes I've come off as a jerk. I, I completely understand that. But I think if you do it, you might do it in a more sensitive way cuz obviously you're more sensitive than me. <laughs> Everybody look at Jeff right now. All right, you can move forward. That's but, truth. Uh, but, Go ahead. But but yeah, I th- I I think we're we're going this. Yeah, we sh- we should. If we think something is wrong, we should confront it, but try to do it in a loving way. And I and I think that's I think that's important because you see it as important enough. If you let it go, it could it could lead to other things. That if if they base if they base other things off of this off of this kind of foundational tenet, then it could it it could kind of lead to other things that that you know it's, it could get skewed pretty easily from there, right? Right. So example, there there's a a pretty significant group within our country that there's a, a following, and one of the people found himself or he just found it in a spot where he's like, Oh my, he was reflecting on the past. He's like, my goodness, I have, I have used my organization to elevate myself and Oh my God, I have like sinned against my brothers and I have, uh, I can't believe I've done this, but he was convicted that I know I've done this and I've got to go and I've got to apologize. Um, but the thing is when he contacted you know, really, his one of his best friends. He's like, I, I know. He's like, why didn't you say? This? I know you would. I I know eventually God would work it out for you. And I'm like, okay. So which that, comes with knowing Him, right? But there is a, there's a. What do you mean by that? Oh, just <laughs> no. I want to. That's if, important. If the person, Good, ask, I'm saying, ask questions. Yeah. If the person knows. This person knew the person that felt convicted about. I need more beer. Yeah, we're, you can go get some more. And this we're, was over years. years. Right, right. It's over years. And he knew the whole time that this was going on. Pride was an issue. Mm-hmm. Self-sitterness, self-righteousness, right. maybe. Right. Uh, but he knew the guy well enough to know, and I'm going to give him that benefit of the doubt, that he knew that he could judge that I think he's, he's on a path. He's growing. And hopefully, if he didn't have that feeling, if he felt there needed to be some kind of correction or bringing it up directly, this person would have done that. And I believe he would have if he felt like that was needed. So it comes with knowing. It's not like a blanket. Well, it says in the Bible, and you're doing right. this, yeah. and so I like that. I, I, I like that because if even if 
even if kind of you could see him elevating himself, you could see though that possibly, and I have no idea who you're talking about, but possibly that as he's as he's kind of maybe subconsciously elevating himself, he's also really working to promote Jesus as being above himself. I I, I think there could be both going on at the same time. And but, if you're intimate with a guy, right. like, and you know, you kind of know his heart or whatever, you can make those judgment calls. But it's not a blanket statement to not to stand by right. and not do anything, right. depending on the situation. There's gonna be a time, like this article is a very small example of it. You felt like something needed to be said, and you said it. And I, yeah. I think if people look up the article, they can scroll down the comments and find your response, Jeff Pearson. It was it was a good response, and it wasn't hateful. It wasn't you weren't discounting all that he has to offer to the kingdom of God or whatever. You were just responding in a way you saw fit. And I think more people need that. There's, there's too many, like, this is my person. I'm not even commenting on, on Bethel or Chris Valentin right now. People get attached to an identity Mm -hmm. and they associate their identity with it. And therefore they find ways to interpret everything around that as affirming of their decision it's called confirmation bias and and so that needs to be dialed back a little bit and it's okay to say i like most what this guy's doing but on these things i didn't and i think people should be careful or just be aware of this that all of that belongs in the equation and i i worry that we're losing a little bit of that there's this sensitivity to anything that's outside of what you believe no matter what that belief is and so you don't even want to go there you don't want to listen to it because it it hurts. Being wrong. Yeah. Oh, I heard this. This is a quote. I don't know who said it. Being wrong doesn't hurt. It's finding out you're wrong that hurts. When you've been propagating this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. And and by the way, you will do anything subconsciously that you can to make sure oh, that doesn't happen. I'm sure. So yeah. so that's that's well even wrong. even with like my you know just my pastor. I'm like I I probably let him skate on some things that I I might maybe should have brought up because I'm not sure of what he meant or it sounded sounded off enough where I, I should probably bring something up, but I probably pastor, I just kind of, eh, I, I think he meant the right thing. Maybe you should have mentioned something before you burned that version at the stake. <laughs> is he, is yeah, NIV is pff, he a, is gone. He, is he a pastor? Who? Wait, what? What are you talking about? Chris Valentin. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Well, he's an author. I know that. Yeah. He's a, he's a, I'm going to go on a limb and say, say yes. I think he is. A leader at Bethel. I don't know his exact credentials. Elder. I think he's an elder. He's <laughs> <laughs> a leader. If we... Now you lost... I lost my train of thought. Well, Gosh can darn you, it. Can you bring us that nugget? Um, can you bring it home? Is there... Practically for you, what have you learned in going through this process? And what do you want to take that and do with it for you? I am, I'm finding as I read more of these articles from different perspectives that I'm learning and reflecting on where my beliefs are and bouncing it off of the, the, the Christ and cross that I believe in and everything that was done for me. And I'm looking at these articles and the people's opinions and then trying to figure out like, what does that mean? Does it have meaning? Does it speak life um, as as Christ would 
want us to speak life. And, and so in, in regards to that specific article, I mean, it brings up great discussions and it, and it makes you ponder your own life and your beliefs. And, and we get into this discussion where we have, we're bent towards asking questions and we don't want to let things just be, even if, even if they're right, we're going to, we want to kick it around a little bit and see. You mean the three of us? The three of us and see what, what comes of it. Um, Hell yeah. And, and usually, and usually something does, usually something does come in or we get a, a response for right or wrong. Or and whatever. our intention is always, it's never just to tear down, just to tear down. No. Not at all. And I don't that's think the that, last thing we want to do is tear people down. Except each other. Oh, it definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah but it's other. not tearing. If it's tearing well, down, I've it's... I've tried to tear down other guests before, too, though. Oh, so yeah. just, well, that's Scott. He's yeah. speaking for me, no, mostly. No, that's not true. Tearing down is... There's an intent for to inflict, um, you know, suffering. And that's I why I mentioned we slander. That. We're not right. trying to slander no, Valentin or not call him a heretic or anything, and... Um, well, two of two out of three of us aren't for sure. Scott's doesn't no, know yet. No comment. <laughs> so I realize it did not put a bow on that. Um, this podcast brought to you by. I would Jeff. I would encourage. Pearson. I would encourage Gary's grave sucking. The, <laughs> <laughs> for all it, your grave sucking yeah. needs, call Gary. Guided I, tours. I would encourage everybody if you. If you're up for reading a pretty short article, go to uh, Chris Valentin. I think it's dot com or you know, dot org dot com. What's the name of the article? March, I'll put it in the show notes. It's March eighth. Um, is his mm. blog, I believe, and my prophetic like vision for prophecies for 2017. I will put it in the show notes. Good grief, guys! Come on, what? You got it on your phone, Jeff? Just it'll be in the show. Oh, notes. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm building you up. Jeff, you have it on your phone. It's too late. I will really appreciate it if you, you know what, actually I'll it I'll cut it in right here. Just say I'll just cut it in right here. Say the name in the most robotic way possible. Chris Fallon. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Jeff. My prophetic insight for twenty seventeen. By Chris Valentin at chrisvalaton.com It'll be in the show notes bbbpod.com The show notes are always there including whatever music's on there We got a question about uh, Barrett Johnson and what music we Ooh. used during that episode Ooh. and I said coincidentally enough it was Barrett Johnson's music Man. but if you ever have any questions we mention the music occasionally the books and the references and you will see a picture here and there from our recording sessions that you won't see anywhere else. So that's yeah, so always fun. Barrett Check. Johnson is soulful. It's yeah. Check out Barrett Johnson. Somebody. Check out Classic yeah. Crime. And don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes and uh, find us on the socials, Bros Bibles Beer. Anything? <laughs> Jeff? I mean, if we get five five-star reviews this week... What are you going to do? I mean, that's going to be... What are you going to do for the listeners? I mean, I might write an article about prophecy. Oh, that's a dare! You know, it's funny. We've been talking about doing blog posts on our website. I mean, not in a while, but that was part of the process of doing this podcast, thinking about blog posts. No blog posts yet. 
this could be the first one. Jeff's prophecy update for 2017. Boom. Do it, listeners. Rate and review us. We need five five star five reviews. Five stars. Man, you might get a review from Mr. Malcolm in the Middlesburg, Tennessee. What in the heck was that? Don't quote me, bro. 52, I'm a gym teacher. Gym teacher. I'm a gym teacher. I'm 52, I'm a gym teacher. Gym teacher. I'm 52, I'm a gym teacher. Gym teacher. I'm 52, I'm a gym teacher. Gym teacher. Teacher, I'm a gym 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 teacher.